Welcome to Gear Vlogs Automotive Podcast, a hybrid call-in talk show where you, the viewer or listener of the Gear Vlogs YouTube channel, can tune in and listen to the latest in automotive news and happenings within the automotive space. I'm Mario Gear. Want to be a part of the show? It's easy. Just call our show voicemail hotline at 805 805- 419-5129 any time of the day of the week before the following Thursday and leave a message. Or now just join us live via the Clubhouse app and come on stage and be a part of the show. This takes place every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. If you're not already doing so, consider hitting that subscribe button, hitting that thumbs up, share this out, and tell your family and friends. So sit back, Crack open the cold one and enjoy the show. March 11th, 2022, Camden, New Jersey statement from Subaru regarding the Subaru STI. As the automotive marketplace continues to move towards electrification, Subaru is focused on how our future sports and performance cars should evolve to meet the needs of the changing marketplace and the regulations and requirements for greenhouse gases. GHG, zero emission vehicles, ZEV, and corporate average fuel economy, or CAFE. As part of that effort, Subaru Corporation is exploring opportunities for the next generation Subaru WRX STI, including electrification. In the meantime, a next generation internal combustion engine WRX STI will not be produced based on the new WRX platform. Subaru WRX STI and the STI brand represents the zenith of Subaru's performance vehicles, exemplifying Subaru's unique DNA and rally heritage. As we look to the future, we also look forward to incorporating the essence of STI into our next generation of vehicles. So what it basically boils down to, folks, if you're interested in a uh, WRX STI, with an internal combustion engine. Um, start looking now before the prices start skyrocketing. Because who knows how long it'll be before they uh, will come back with an electrified version of uh, of that variant on the platform. So that's my take on it. Comment down below what you guys think, what this means, and share this uh, video out. Toyota celebrates its 7th million Certified used Toyota sold. Mount Laurel Township, New Jersey, March 14th. Toyota Motors North America marked another milestone with the sale of its 7 millionth Toyota certified used vehicle to Wayne Marver, Maver Jr. The 20-year-old from Vincent Town, New Jersey, purchased the 2019 Toyota Camry from Holman Toyota. To celebrate the purchase, Toyota presented Maver Jr. with a check for the total purchase price of the Camry, the dealership and the automaker also made a $5,000 donation in his name to the American Bladder Cancer Society, an organization dedicated to raising awareness of bladder cancer and advocating for research into a cure, treatment, early diagnosis, and quality of life issues of survivors. Quote, I wasn't expecting anything like this, Maver said during the check presentation. I purchased this Camry because of its reliability. I knew it would last a long time. Now knowing that I don't have a car payment is just incredible, especially as I just started my career. I have a 
uncle that battled bladder cancer. So Toyota making the donation to the American Bladder Cancer Society means so much to me as paying off my Camry. Maver was also presented with a $1,000 gas card from Carfax and given a four-year, 55,000-mile maintenance plan. Quote, we were incredibly proud to be a part of this milestone for Toyota and continue to continue the legacy of leadership in the certified pre-owned industry, as well as have an opportunity to give back to our local community, said Michael Schwab, general manager of Holman Toyota. This is a testament to the value and reliability of Toyota vehicles and our commitment to delivering the very best for our customers. Toyota timeless commitment to quality, innovation, durability is the foundation upon which the TCUV program launched in 1996. For a used Toyota vehicle to be certified, it must pass a rigorous 160-point quality assurance inspection, including interior and exterior conditions, appearance, engine performance, transmission, and transaxle axle operations, braking, tire, suspension system wear, and electronic system operations. This is this also includes added hybrid and fuel cell component coverages. Vehicles sold with the TCUV designation come with a 12-month, 12,000-mile 12, limited comprehensive warranty, 7-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain warranty, and 7-year, 100,000-mile of roadside assistance. A ceremony was held at Holman Toyota on Tuesday, March 8th. Representatives from Toyota presented Maver Jr. with a check and hosted a celebration for the dealership personnel. Nice to know that they can uh, do the, these aspects. GM accelerates its drive to lead the EV industry with $7 billion investment in Michigan, creating 4,000 new jobs and retaining 1,000. Orion Assembly to become the second U.S. plant building Chevrolet Silverado EV and electric GMC Sierra. By the end of 2025, GM to have more than 1 million units of electric vehicles capacity in North America. GM and LG Energy Solutions to build third U.S. ultimum cell battery cell manufacturing plant to increase battery supply. $7 billion in the largest single investment announcement in GM history. Lansing, Michigan. General Motors announced today an investment of more than $7 billion in four Michigan manufacturing sites, creating 4,000 new jobs and retaining 1,000, and significantly increasing battery cell and electric truck manufacturing capacity. This is the single largest investment announcement in GM history. The investment includes construction of a new Ultimum Cell Battery Cell Plant in Lansing and the conversion of GM's assembly plant in Orion Township, Michigan for production of the Chevrolet Silverado EV and the electric GMC Sierra. GM's second assembly plant scheduled to be built full-size electric pickups. Today we are taking the next step in our continuous work to establish GM's EV leadership by making investments in our vertically integrated battery production in the U.S. and our North American 
EV production capacity, said Mary Barra, GM chair and CEO. We are building on the positive consumer response and reservations for our recent EV launch launches. Debut including the GMC Hummer EV, Cadillac Light, Rick, Chevrolet Equinox EV, and Chevrolet Silverado EV. Our pl- plan creates the broadest EV portfolio of any automaker and further solidifies our path towards U.S. EV leadership by mid-decade. These investments are the latest steps towards accelerating GM's drive to become the EV market leader in North America by 2025. The Orion and the Ultimum Cell Lansing investments announced today will support an increase in full-size electric truck production capacity to 600,000 trucks when both Factory Zero and Orion facilities are fully ramped. GM has been the leader in full-size truck deliveries over the past two years. In addition, the company is investing in its two Lansing area vehicle assembly plants for near-term product enhancements. As previously announced, GM will continue to strategically manage the conversion of its North American manufacturing footprint through unprecedented speed, flexibility, and precision. Through site conversion and new facilities, GM is uniquely positioned to stay ahead of the growing demand for electric vehicles while balancing the need to aggressively compete to win in today's market with strong products. Today's announcement includes investments in the following locations. Orion Assembly for production of the Chevrolet Silverado EV and electric GMC Sierra. GM is investing $4 billion to convert the factory to produce electric trucks using the GM-developed Ultimum platform, which gives the company the flexibility to build vehicles for every customer and segment. This investment is expected to create more than 2,350 new jobs at Orion and retain approximately 1,000 current jobs. When the plant is fully operational, GM estimates the new jobs at Orion will be filled by a combination of GM transferees and new hires. Electric truck production, including the Chevrolet Silverado EV and electric GMC Sierra, will begin at Orion in 2024. The Orion investment will drive significant facility and capacity expansion at the site, including new body and paint shops and new general assembly and battery pack assembly areas. Production of the Chevrolet Bolt EV and EUV will continue during the plant's conversion. Site work begins immediately. The new Ultimum cell battery cell plant in Atlantic site, GM and LG Energy Solutions via their Ultimum Cell joint venture are investing $2.6 billion to build Ultimum Cell's third U.S. battery cell manufacturing plant. This investment is expected to create more than 1,700 new Ultimum Cell jobs when the plant is fully operational. Site preparation will begin this summer, and the battery cell production is scheduled to begin in late 2024. Ultimum Cell's Lansing will supply battery cells to Orion Assembly and other GM assembly plants. Orion Assembly will become GM's third U.S. assembly plant, being transferred for production of Ultimum-powered EVs. GM assembly plants in North America currently 
building or being converted to build EVs, including Factory Zero in Detroit and Hamtrak, Michigan. Springfield, Spring Hill Assembly in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Cami in Ingersoll, Ontario, and Ramos Asbeet Assembly in Mexico. By the end of 2025, GM will have more than 1 million units of electric vehicle capacity in North America to respond to growing electric vehicle demand. The Ultimum Cell Lansing site represents GM's third Ultimum Cell battery cell manufacturing site in the U.S. following two Ultimum Cell battery cell manufacturing plants being constructed in Ohio and Tennessee. In addition to the EV-related investment in Michigan, GM is investing more than $510 million in its two Lansing area vehicle assembly plants to upgrade their production capacities for near-term products. Lansing Delta Township Assembly investment is for production of the next-generation Chevy Traverse and Buick Enclave. Lansing Grave River Assembly investment is for plant upgrades. These are important investments will not have been possible without strong support from the governor, the Michigan legislation, Orion Township, the city of Lansing, Delta Township, as well as other our collaboration with the UAW and LG Energy Solutions, added Barrara. These investments also create opportunity in Michigan for us to bring our employees along on our transition to an all-electric future. Vertically integrating battery assembly and converting existing assembly plants are at the core of GM's strategy for scaling EV production in North America. GM projects it will convert 50% of its North American assembly capacity to EV production by 2030. In addition to strategically adding battery cells and electric vehicle assembly capacity, GM is working to build new supply chains via strategic supplier agreements for batteries and EV components, one that is expected to be scalable, more resilient, more sustainable, and more North American focused. These strategic supplier agreements include MP materials to scale rare earth magnet sourcing and production in the U.S., VAC to build new magnet factories in the U.S. and supply EV growth, POSCO to build a new North American plant to process cathode active materials, GE Renewable Energy to serve as a source for rare earth and other materials, Wolf Speed to develop and provide silicon carbide power device solutions, Control Thermal Research to develop a source of U.S.-based lithium through a closed-loop process with lower carbon emissions when compared to traditional processes. There we go. Comment down below what your thinks. If it's uh, too soon or the rushing, the automakers are rushing too quickly to jump on the EV bandwagon, so to speak. I know that California passed its law to end the sale of uh, internal combustion engine vehicles in the state of California by the 2035. So is this uh, GM working on, uh, you know, with the state of California, the governor of the state of California to get this uh, law passed in their favor? Comment down below. Let me know what you think. Leave a like and hit that subscribe button. Cadillac announces Escalade V reveal date. Power like never before, Cadillac will reveal the pulse-pounding specs 
Details and availability of the 2023 Cadillac Escalade V on May 11, 2022 on Cadillac.com. Cadillac's V-Series is the ultimate expression of Cadillac design, performance, and technology, and the purest expression of the passion that exists at the core of Cadillac brand. V-Series has always represented a potential blend of refinement and power, offering unique, bold, performance-inspired styling with head-turning presence. The 2023 Escalade V is the first SUV to don the V-Series badge and joins the V-Series fourth-generation lineup. Award-winning producer and artist Mafio interprets the 2023 Cadillac Escalade V engine roar with his inspiring beats. And due to uh, various platforms' copyright claims, I'm not going to play it. I'll have links in the description for you guys to check out if you want to see or hear this uh, sound clip. You'll have to check the show notes. So out of all of the Cadillac V-Series lineups, which was your favorite? Me personally, I always liked the uh, Coupes myself, but ever since they introduced the 2010 through 2014 uh, CTS-V sport wagon, and apparently you could get it in a manual instead of just automatic. So... If the opportunity ever arises to where I could find a manual sports wagon, CTSV, black on black, I think uh, I'd uh, pull the hammer and uh, try to get one. Comment down below what you guys think. What's your favorite Cadillac uh, CTSV models uh, in specs options that you would uh, like? Volvo Car USA announces a new extended range recharge plug-in hybrid models with up to 41 miles of electricity range in plug-in mode. Volvo Car USA has announced that a new improved recharge plug-in hybrid powertrain is coming to the U.S. in its 90 and 60 series models, significantly extending electric range while lowering carbon dioxide emissions, increasing performance, and improving drivability. Volvo Car's new and improved hybrid powertrain brings the all-electric range up to an EPA estimated 3541 miles when driven in pure mode, depending on the model on a single full charge. For those with access to charging at home or at their workplace, this means that the majority of the average daily driving can be completed on pure electric power. Additionally, all recharged T8 models now qualify for the full $7,500 federal tax credit. Improvements to the recharged T8 all-wheel drive plug-in hybrid powertrain includes a new long-range battery featuring a third lower third layer of cells to increase normal energy from 11.6 kilowatt hours to 18.8 kilowatt hours and a more powerful rear electric motor now delivering 143 horsepower up from 87 horsepower. The additional electric power results in a total combined output of 455 horsepower for the recharged T8 all-wheel drive model, making these the most powerful Volvo cars ever produced. Besides the new powertrains, new upgrades include one-pedal drive 
capabilities on the XC60 and S90 models. The new and improved E uh, motor increase, uh, yeah, E motor increase the power in the rear wheels by approximately 65%, enhancing performance, drivability in all scenarios, together with the three layer battery, the upgraded E motor also enables better all wheel drive capabilities, which can prove particularly useful at low speeds when towing or when driving on slippery roads that demand extra traction and stability. The suite of upgrades includes the addition of the one pedal drive, which can help deliver an essentially smooth, intuitive driving experience. The function already seen on the pure electric Volvo models gives the driver the option to, of controlling both acceleration and deceleration with only the accelerated pedal. This feature will initially be available on the Volvo XC60 and SE90 plug-in hybrids. The extra battery capacity also comes in useful on cold winter days as well as in scorching heat. Even when the car is not plugged in, drivers are able to preheat or pre-cool the cabin remotely via the Volvo car app while maintaining all of the driving range. Volvo is committed to becoming a leader in the fast-growing premium electric car market. By 2025, it aims to sell 1.2 million cars globally, with at least half being fully electric cars. By 2030, it plans to become a fully electric car company. For many customers, a hybrid, a plug-in hybrid in, is in their first experience in driving electrification, said Anders Gustafsson, president and CEO of Volvo Car USA. This upgrade will sh show so many of the benefits of an electric future and serves as a stepping stone on their own journey towards full electrification. Customer research shows that Volvo car plug-in hybrid cars are already now driven around half of the time in pure electric mode. This powertrain upgrade will increase that percentage further, cementing their position as a part-time electric cars. The new powertrain is in introduced on all Volvo recharged plug-in hybrid models based on the scalable product architecture, which includes the Volvo S60, V60, XC60, S90, and the XC90 rechargeable models. Along with the powertrain improvements, the turbocharged T8 petrol engine is upgraded for higher fuel efficiency and performance. This means higher engine power at low revs and takeoffs while ensuring a more refined electrification drive with reduced CO2 tailpipe emissions. And here we got some uh, the models. The S60, re S60 Recharge has a pure electric range of 41. Uh, MPGE 74. Regular MPG 31. Combined horsepower 455. Combined torque 523. Uh, V60 Polestar Engineered 41, 74. Bump, bump. So the, here's the pretty much the breakdown or the estimates. So what are your thoughts? Comment down below on what you think about this whole new world of electrification. Do you clamor for 
still having an internal combustion engine? Are you going to start collecting if you're a, a true gearhead? Are you going to start sourcing out backup cars of what you currently own in the event that uh, you can no longer find parts for them? Are you going to be sourcing out parts, parting out cars for spare parts if you're trying to avoid going all electric? I'd like to have a good, serious uh, conversation about this subject on uh, our Clubhouse app, uh, Clubhouse Room. Um, generally, uh, scheduling I'll be is posting usually Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern um, is when I go live on uh, those platforms. So uh, if you're not on Clubhouse, consider joining and uh, joining our club and being a part of the community. Um, yeah, Clubhouse, you can find on both iOS and Android apps. So I'm having fun on it. And that's why I'm kind of putting my big push towards combining that for creating, uh, the content that, uh, you guys are enjoying right now. And, um, yeah, I want to be able to make it, be able to engage with you guys and hear what you thoughts through that medium and whatnot. So. Maserati, 75 years of Gran Turismo. Maserati celebrated the A6 1500. March 14th, Gran Turismo is a way of life, a type of high-performance car suitable for long distances and comfortable journeys. It all began 75 years ago when the Maserati A6 1500, a model with a revolutionary spirit, the forerunner of a class of car that had never been seen before. It would go on to influence the automotive landscape all over the world and successive generations of Maserati road cars. In March 1947, the Geneva Motor Show witnessed the launch of the first Gran Turismo in history, the Tipo A6 taking its name from the project. Better known as the A6-1500 Gran Turismo accorded an enthusiastic welcome by professionals and the public. The Tipo A6 represented the first step in a story in which Maserati has revamped the technology and design. The brand has held true to its hallmark of elegance and high performance in every model. In the range and continuing in the next generation of the Gran Turismo, the Trident brand's first 100% all-electric car due to be launched onto the market in 2023. The history of the A6-1500 dates back even earlier than 1947. It actually goes all the way back to 1941 and the design of a sedan with a fixed head engine and twin camshafts, which had been a close descendant of the 6CMs. If, of course, revisited with the Gran Turismo in mind, the upshot was a outstanding engine with a maximum output of 65 horsepower with a single Weber 36 DCR carburetor, giving the car a top speed of 150 kilometers. The project was named A6, A4 Alfria and six for the number of cylinders. It was featured independent. It also featured independent wheel front suspension with oscillating trapezium and coilovers. Say that three times. 
rigid I-beam with leaf springs in the rear, hydraulically controlled brakes and discs, wheels, spoke on request with a 3.5-inch channel, 16-inch in diameter, and 5.5-16 tires. Intended for the Geneva Motor Show, the first model was produced in February 1947 by Penafrina Body Shop, racing its characteristic mechanically operated retractable inside headlights. However, the clear, clearest innovation from the past was its tubular chassis with circular cross-section components to adopt some of the most fashionable trends at the time. Not only was the retractable headlight and chassis that would attract the attention of the public in Geneva, but also the plexiglass sunroof and a bonnet that could raise from both sides or removed. Resounding components and aware awards quickly led to the decision to give the green light to produce, albeit with certain changes from the prototype. These include the restoration of a more conventional lights framed in a famed in a chrome plating and the extra luso version also featured a new more modern grill and larger side windows. Production of the A6 1500 Grand Tourismo continued until 1950s with a cosmetic update taking place in 1948. Penafrina would also make further changes to the bodywork. The embossing trim was removed from the front fenders and two rear seats were added to the cabin. Despite the relatively limited number of units produced, 58 over its four years, the A6 1500 was a milestone in Maserati's history. At that point, the brand began to establish itself as a producer of tailored-made high-quality road cars with sports in its DNA. The glorious Penafria design bodywork would then go on to inspire successful generations of Maserati cars, a high-class, timeless design that continues to resound to this day in its current range and will take the brand forward into the future. While the A650 represents the beginning of the Maserati epics of road cars, like passing the baton, the new Grand Gran Turismo will mark a brand new entry into the world of full electric with full gourd and will light the fuse of a new innovative energy. Nice looking car for uh, its time. These door handles kind of reminds me of what uh, Ken Ken Diggit um, Dave uh, Ken Diggit Design uh, offers on his website. You know the uh, very interesting. And so there you have it. Comment down below what you think. Here are some videos YouTube thinks you might like. The next segment clip will be up shortly. Be sure to hit that subscribe, like, comment, and share buttons for this episode. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you soon.
Audi, beginning in the summer of 2022, Audi will become the first manufacturer to transform the automobile into an experience platform for virtual reality. Select Audi vehicles with the MIB3 infotainment system, manufactured beginning in June 2022, will with be Holoride capable. Experience drives by the startup Holoride with Audi at the South by Southwest Music Festival and Tech Festival. New technology merges virtual reality content with driving movements in real time. May 12th, Audi is the first automobile manufacturer in the world to bring virtual reality entertainment from Holoride into series production. Beginning this summer, backseat passengers can put on virtual reality glasses, VR glasses, and immerse themselves in various media formats, including games, films, and interactive content. The main attraction, the virtual content adopts to the driving movement of the car in real time. Starting with select vehicles producing produced beginning of June 2022, Audi models with the latest upgrades of the modular infotainment toolkit, MIB3, will be Hollyride capable. The new technology will be introduced at the South by Southwest Music Festival in the U.S. Visitors at the festival will be able to experience Hollyride in a moving vehicle. In the future, passengers will be able to use their own, their time on the way from point A to point B for, for a thrilling game experience from June 22nd or 2022 passengers in the back seat of an Audi can experience film, video games, and interactive content much more realistically using VR glasses. A car ride can become a multi-model gaming event. The technology will be introduced at the South by Southwest Music Festival and Tech Festival in Austin, Texas, and visitors will be able to take drives in the backseat of fully equipped Audi vehicles. Holoride is closely associated with South by Southwest and won a prestigious South by Southwest pitch 2021 in the category of entertainment, gaming, and content, as well as the Best in Show Award. Holoride creates immersed experiences. Behind Holoride, there is a technology that adopts virtual content to the car's driving movements in real time. For example, if the car is taking a right turn, the spaceship in the imaginary world will also fly to the right. If the car accelerates, the spaceship speeds up too. Integrated by Audi's development of this innovative VR or XR extended reality technology is being advanced and commercialized for different manufacturers by the tech entertainment startup Holoride. With this approach, the Munich-based startup has established a completely new media category that they call elastic content. That's a mouthful. That adopts the driving movement, journey, time, and driving route. The Rolls is an immersed experience with a previously unknown level of quality. 
from June, a large number of Audi models will be Holly Ride capable. From June, a select model models that uh, roll off the line will with the third generation module or infotainment toolkit MIB3 and the latest software cluster will be Holly Ride capable. This means the Audi A4, A5, A6, A7, A8. Audi Q5, Q7, Q8, and Audi e-tron and Audi e-tron GT Quattro. From June, the Audi models mentioned will be capable of utilizing Holleride in the European market as well as in Canada. The United States, Japan, and China, however, are availability of the Holleride itself will depend on the individual market. The new startup technology is expected to launch in Germany, the United Kingdom, and the U.S. markets. Other markets will follow successfully, or whatever. To use a Holleride, a virtual reality headset that has been enabled for it must be connected with the vehicle. The connection is created wirelessly via Bluetooth, low energy. Hollyride was the first presented at CES at 2019 Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas in cooperation with Disney Games, an interactive experience. Hollyride implemented a VR game experience from the Marvel Universe for Cars. In addition to other activities, the showcases during a roadshow through California from Los Angeles to San Francisco in the summer of 2021, Hollyride visited other productions and game studios to demonstrate the technology possibilities to potential partners. Visitors to IAA 2021 in Munich under the fitting motto, Let's Talk About Progress, were among the first to take demo rides with Holleride. Attendees of the Altberg Festival were also able to enjoy Holleride in the back seat of an Audi e-tron and experience Time travel through a musical epic epoch of the city of Salzburg while searching for a young Mozart. <laughs> Autonomous driving opens new paths. In the future, the pro- progressive autom- 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 automation of travel by car will not only make new forms of entertainment possible while driving, it will also open up increased opportunities to learn and work on the road. When drivers are all are drivers also no longer have to concentrate on driving in the future. They can turn their attention to other things, work, reading, watching a film or gaming. The motion synchronized voyage through virtual worlds with Holleride may be able to reduce the common phenomena of motion sickness and other experiences by passengers reading a book or enjoying audiovisual material on electronic devices such as tablets. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I'd like to see how that goes. I can never read a book while I would drive up north. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. All right, back. For users, the interior will become their personal free space, and for designers, it will become the new design center. After all, the design process begins with the question, what will be sitting in a new model and what will be what will the people who want to be or to do there? In the future, designers will 
no longer design cars for the outside, but from the inside out. And therefore, customers will literally become the center of attention. So there you have it. So for developers and content creators for a new medium, this might be something of interest to you guys. So I could see as well as camera companies that are dealing in the virtual 360 realm filming could possibly use it, help be a tool for developers in creating and filming content, you know, for this type of stuff. I could, and well, I know of a particular local professional uh, formula D drifter that uh, probably could take advantage of some of this uh, technology and creating a uh, game version of uh, real life. Oh, that should be interesting. So leave a comment down below. What do you think about this new uh, technology that uh, Audi is going to be coming up this summer? And uh, leave a comment down below and uh, 